Over the past few days, I have been reflecting upon how when I started mind, uh, mindfulness practice over 30 years ago that there was this hope and a dream and this expectation that somehow I, you know, I want, I, that I would be transformed, that I would quote unquote become a different person and that I would somehow leave my neuroses and my psychic bag, baggage behind at some point and emerge uh, in, as this very new being. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but I know, you know, looking back now that it didn't, it didn't really happen like that. And I'm grateful for how it has unfolded. And I will say that it is ultimately, it's, there's no magic in this. Well, I shouldn't say there isn't any magic. There may be some, but I have no way to know. And I don't really get caught up in speculating about that. What I will say is that the longer that I have practiced paying attention to my thoughts and paying attention to what's going on in my mind, the, the really the biggest surprise of all, and I'm speaking about this before I talk about what, uh, what I dealt with this past week, the biggest surprise for me was that even though I did not necessarily transcend or transform into this person that didn't have hangups and neuroses or things that I struggle with, I, of course, I still do because I'm human. And I can't even say that that's a belief or that that's, you know, that I can say that with 100% certainty. I know that I'm human, but I don't know that that's the reason why I still continue to have things that uh, challenge me to a great degree and in varying degrees, depending on the situation. But there has been, when I speak of the possibility of there having, there, you know, having been some magic, what I will say is that while I have not transformed and transcended a lot of this human stuff, so to speak, that was what has happened is that because I have spent the time, and it's it's nothing that it's you know that I deserve any credit for, but it's just it's available to all of us, spending time practicing watching the mind, paying attention to the thoughts, and giving space for this witness or this increased headspace that occurs where I can actually be watching my own thoughts and be completely conscious or as conscious as I'm capable of being as a human being to see that these thoughts, just because I think them, doesn't make them true. Just because I'm thinking them doesn't define me uh, as the person who's thinking that I am, you know, a, a person having these thoughts. That has really been, if there's any magic at all, that's where it has been in that I am still the same person to a great degree, but I'm a person who still has things I'm dealing with, but I'm not so busy being the person that is struggling with, with, with different things. You know, I have my core issues like a lot of people do, but I no longer, and it wasn't me trying to convince myself otherwise, what has happened is I just, and I didn't even try to stop, you know, I didn't try to stop identifying as this person who habitually reacted or responded to certain things uh, that were unsettling to me. But what has happened is that that has just blossomed. That has been something that has unfolded, uh, not due to me doing anything at all other than 
paying attention to my thoughts and being aware of them and recognizing that they are just nothing more than passing show, as my guru used to say, or passing phenomena. Uh, this past week, I got a uh, kind of a reminder <laughs> to what I was speaking of about not transcending certain things and still having neuroses and hang-ups and psychic baggage. I had, over the past few days, some opportunities, as I would call them, to see myself and witness my thoughts and my internal reactions. The way, the best way I could describe this would be how I react and respond and what my thinking is like around things that annoy me, things that other people do that somehow annoy me. I don't even really, I don't know that I'll ever know why that particular things annoy me. And I clearly would love to be a person who nothing annoys me, nothing bothers me, nothing quote-unquote hits me the wrong way, but there are just certain things that, that are beyond explanation, or if there is an explanation, I'm just not privy to it as of yet. And usually, in almost all cases, these are really small, inconsequential things. And I would imagine, not knowing this, but I would guess that these are things that other people very possibly may not find annoying. But it's only annoying to me if, and, and I'm not denying it, you know, there may be something innately that I react or respond a certain way to something someone says, what they say, how they say it, what they're doing, how they do it. There's so many different shades and gradations of this. But after having this opportunity to recognize, and this has been through mindfulness practice and ultimately is translated into more effective mindful coping practice or being more mindful on my feet in the middle of life while it's all happening, that I can recognize that what troubles me, what really annoys me about things that annoy me, if this doesn't sound too circular, is that when things annoy me, so to speak, or perturb me or bother me, it's because it's touching something within me and I don't even really have to know what it is and I can spend my whole life trying to figure it out but what I'd rather do, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, this is just where my path has, has been leading me, that I can spend all my life trying to figure it out or I can just simply watch the thoughts and not feel ashamed by them. And yes, when I find myself very childishly being annoyed by the way a person says something or what they do or how they do it, uh, it feels childish to me. And But what I recognize is that the practice has enabled me to slow things down in my head. And as I start to react or respond to something that irritates me, I can simply recognize that the bulk of what is causing me suffering and, and causing me psychic pain or mental pain and any anguish that I might be feeling is that it's, it has its genesis or its roots in my thoughts about what this person is doing and how it's affecting me. And I'm very busy believing that there's something annoying about it or irritating about it. And I'm identifying as the person who is annoyed, that is irritated, that is perturbed. That becomes my identity. I believe that somehow this is, I want this to stop. I don't like whatever it is. I want to run away from whatever it is. And to, to the extent 
that in some cases this has been a repetitive behavior of someone that I will find myself just somehow avoiding them. And it feels like some form of closing my heart to them. And I don't want to be that person. I don't want to do that. Now, I can't spend, in my case, I can't spend my time and energy not being that person. What I can do is just remember simply that I would, my preference would be to, if I can, if I have any say in it, um, but I can't control this. It's just that my wish is that I can keep my heart open to people, even, and I don't even want to use the, the phrase, they, they annoyed me, they irritated me, because then I'm basically blaming them in some way, just, just the language, the way that I'm speaking that. And I recognize I can't say that for anyone else. I just know that when I say that, what really comes up for me is that I'm somehow blaming them for their behavior and that I'm blaming them for the way it makes me think and the, or what I used to say, what it may, what it may, how it makes me feel. But what's really causing me difficulty and, and what's really a challenge for me is it's what is causing me to think. And it's only causing me pain and suffering uh, what it causes me to think if I'm busy believing that that's the truth, if I'm believing that that's the, re- the absolute reality of what's going on. And I could sit here and come up with a huge laundry list of everything. I mean, I can't remember all of it, but I could sit here and create this long list of things that irritate me and things that annoy me. But then at some point, What's happening there is that I'm busy deciding what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in this life. And I can set myself up to really love people unconditionally. I only only really love people if they don't X, Y, Z, one, two, three, whatever that list, however that list is set up. Instead, what I want to do is simply be here and feel if I'm annoyed or I'm irritated or something really frustrates me. And I had it happen a couple of times this week that there was just, it just happened. It wasn't anything, anybody's fault. I'm not blaming anyone, including myself. I just recognize that my thoughts happen to work this way because that's how I'm wired as a human being. I, I am taking responsibility for it. I do want to take responsibility for anything that I do or say as a result of being annoyed or irritated. And what usually will prevent me from saying something or doing something that is unloving and something that I may regret at some point and most likely will and almost always do is just for me to remember that this is my thinking. This is my this is my emotional reactivity that is front and center and I'm really feeling overtaken by it if I'm not paying attention to the fact that this is in fact what is happening, if I am not remembering, if I don't come back to the present moment and the only reason I can come back to the present moment, the best I can tell, I don't know anything for a hundred percent with hundred percent certainty is that I've practiced doing it. And it's something that's available for any of us to practice doing this is that I've practiced coming back here. Even when I don't want to be here, even when I don't like what it feels like to be here, uh, using the phrase, you know, putting up with someone's behavior or dealing with someone's behavior because somehow it's irritating to me. Uh, what I really want to do, if I 
have the ability to have any choice in this matter. And sometimes I'm so overtaken and I'm so emotionally reactive and my thoughts are so out of control because it's somehow it's just something that's setting me off in a certain way that I, if I'm not able to really be here in the present moment and come back to my heart center, to come back to the present, to come back to the place where I can actually be here and be aware of what's going on to the best of my ability, then I know I have the, the, the potential to react and respond in ways that are very unloving and in some cases don't really, they're not nurturing to a relationship that I have with someone. I also do want to remember that it is most likely very possible and I can't imagine it not being possible. I don't know anything. All I can do is, is simply muse about this. Now I have, I've certainly in my life had people tell me that there's things that I do or things that I say or how I say them that are irritating or annoying to them. And that's really a whole different uh, way of looking at this. It's kind of like looking at it through a different, kind of like looking at a diamond in the different facets of it. I realize that I can get really caught up in being somewhere else and reacting in certain ways and acting in certain ways that very well may be annoying to others. And so... I guess at the end of the day, what this has really become about for me is recognizing that if I am annoying other people or irritating or frustrating other people, I would rather they tell me. I would rather they speak up because it may be very possible that I am not conscious of it, that somehow it's, it's some kind of ingrained habit. I, am, I do want to be fully responsible for that. I'm not saying that this is something I can't control. It's just possible that I'm not aware of it. And so I want to remember that when I'm dealing with other people and give them the benefit of the doubt. And that really the only work I can really do, the only way I can really affect anything positive in the world, in my relationships with other people, is for me to do the work on myself that it, that undo the work on my own consciousness and engage in this practice so that I really can be more aware of how my behavior is affecting others. I don't want to get caught up in second-guessing myself all the time or trying to engineer a certain person or a certain version of myself that is not going to be annoying to others because then I'm just caught up in thinking then I'm just caught up in beliefs about, okay, if I can just be this way and this way and this way, I'm not going to have to worry about it. And uh, I also realize that if I try to talk myself into somehow being the person who does not get annoyed, you know, and can just try to talk myself out of being annoyed or frustrated, uh, it just, it just has not worked that way for me. So really what I want to do is simply take responsibility for as much of this as I can I know that I can't fix it all for myself and everyone else, but I know that the most humane thing for me to do, the most loving thing for me to do, is to recognize that through engaging in this practice, I can become aware that when I am finding myself emotionally reactive and resisting certain people and feeling like I want to close my heart to people or avoid them or not have anything to do with them because somehow they've said something or did something, that was hurtful, annoying, frustrating, whatever the case may be. I just want to be able to pay attention to the thoughts and then not really worry about making any long-term decisions about what I want to do about 
my relationship with whoever it is or, or how I want to react or respond. If I can allow things to be slowed down and I can just get some idea, some awareness that this is all based in thoughts that ultimately fuel my emotional reactivity. It's energy moving through my body, whatever emotions I'm having. But what I've recognized, and it's something that was very surprising to me, I did not ever realize this until it happened, but that my somehow me needing to name emotions, certain words, and characterize them in a certain way really limits me to what it is that I can experience. Because if I can just simply let myself feel whatever I'm feeling, and ultimately I know that I can't stop myself from thinking whatever it is about what I'm feeling, all I can really do is continue to be here and have that vantage point that I have had the opportunity to experience before as a result of undertaking this practice. And it's available to anybody else. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing unique about me. I didn't come into this life specially equipped with any certain powers, with any different kind of consciousness than anyone else has. And that's not even a belief. It's just what I, what I intuit and what I have experienced. And if I can do this, and even more importantly, if I can be this, if I can simply allow myself to be the person that has the capacity to do what I've practiced doing, to pay attention to these thoughts, to not give in to the temptation to believe them, and not have the temptation to react in unloving ways to other people or disrespectful ways to other people just because I really am incredibly emotionally reactive because someone has hurt my feelings. And as someone who has worn my, and I think I mentioned this here very recently, as someone who wears my feelings on my sleeve, and or I think the saying sometimes is wear my heart on my sleeve, that that sensitivity is something that doesn't have to rule my life. I don't have to be a victim of that. I can't change it. If I'm very sensitive, this is the way I am. The only thing that can change is that I can pay attention to the effects of it and where the root cause of it is. And I can't know that for sure, but I've seen it happen so many times. I've experienced that if I just begin to be aware of my thoughts and focus there and and pay attention to it without judging it and without needing to change it, that just having that shift in perspective has changed everything in so many ways. It hasn't made me less human. It hasn't uh, gotten rid of one single neurosis, neurosis uh, or one certain, you know, it's, I've not been able to uh, you know, rid myself of any of my psychic baggage. But I can actually cope more effectively because I'm paying attention to the one thing that causes me to not be able to cope. And that is to believe whatever it is I'm thinking about whatever I'm feeling. And it's amazing to me how close I came this week because I had these thoughts about wanting to uh, distance myself from people, people that I love, people that I care about, but they were, quote unquote, annoying me or irritating me. And once I became aware of of the fact that I was having that thought, it really hit home with me. I didn't want to beat myself up emotionally or judge myself or feel any shame for having thoughts or desires of wanting to distance myself from them. What really heals me, what really healed me in those moments was simply to let those thoughts be what they are, whatever decisions that somehow my mind is is trying to make on my behalf, 
that I want to take responsibility and the only thing I can do if I want to take responsibility for my actions and my words is to simply pay attention to what's going on in my mind and not believe it just because I'm thinking it.